Lord, we surrendered our life to you this morning and say, have your way. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We can just have a moment of silence and just really hearing from God. Just I'll break the silence. Lord, we thank you for, for this day. Lord, our life may be busy. We may have chaos going on around in our life. But thank you, Lord, that we can just stay still and hear what you have to say to us. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. You're not the God that's silent. You're the God that speaks. Lord, I want to say thank you for what you have to say to us in this morning. We thank you, Jesus. Amen. Anyone in the word? Or a scripture to just share as we're at the moment of silence? Um, a, a scripture that the Lord has been speaking to me about this week is um, the eternal God is our refuge and underneath are the everlasting arms. And yeah, it just really spoke to me that no matter what we're going through, as Zelani um, alluded to just now, God is our rock. I've read so many scriptures this week about God being our rock. He is our eternal God. He's our refuge and he holds us close. He, he undergirds us. Um, yeah, so that was my scripture. Thank you. John 3.17. We so always look at John 3.16. But John 3.17 says, Jesus did not come to condemn the world. He came to save the world. And, and so we must know that God wants salvation for us through our prayers, for everyone that we come into contact with. But what, what is food for me 
is the words of Jesus when he said on the cross, it is finished. And those, so all, all ungodliness, all darkness, everything negative and horrid was dealt with on the cross of Calvary. So we can be encouraged by those words. It is finished. Jesus, who came to destroy the works of the evil one, has done it. And so be encouraged to know that God is God and he has finished the work he came to do. Thank you. Anyone? Thank you, Lord, for those words that have just spoken over us right now. Thank you, Lord, that we know that you are our rock. And thank you, Lord, that you've said it is finished. And Lord, we just want to look to you and draw into you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Morning, church. It's nice and hot. Um, uh, the fan, I think the electricity is coming back. Someone is asking for the fan. That is the end. <laughs> so we did not have electricity, but now it's back. So we can have the fans going on. I always have a privilege and give thanks to God that we had such wonderful chairs and sitting down. I remember when I was in Zimbabwe, it was hot. <laughs> and then I was not sitting on this comfortable chairs this is very comfortable i was sitting on the bench and it was about five hours and sitting in the presence of the lord there was no aircon there was just a piece of paper with us blowing ourselves but you know I, every time when i look back and i said i thank the lord that we have air fans going on we've got wonderful chairs and I, I, I tend not to complain. And uh, I pray for them all the time. And I remember sending a message to Pastor Leonard. And I say, and I say yeah, I know that uh, the Lord will bless you with the aircon. But I don't think it's one of the first things that they are looking for. They're looking for a revival than an aircon. So I just want to remind you guys, we just need to give thanks to Jesus for all those things we have. It's a privilege. And it's an honor. Uh, that we have such thing like that. So today it's a jam Sunday. I haven't started preaching. <laughs> and um, fortunately, the, I was waiting for the people to bring something uh, to share. But I know the Lord will speak. And um, I just wanted to go through first to the announcements. And uh, jam Sunday is about that we're coming and share the scripture and share the testimony but I have something that, first of all, I will actually start with sharing from there, and then I will actually allow you guys to go. So I'm doing service leading, and I'm preaching, so I'm doing everything at the first. So, but I hopefully you guys can join us in the Jam Sunday, and we can just worship together. And then definitely, we're going home to watch the Springbok. I don't know who to pray for, a Scotland or for a, a Springbok, but I know my heart is in South Africa. So I'm praying for Springbok to win. And then the Scotland people, they're praying for Scotland. So I don't know, there's going to be a fight in the heavenly for the right thing to happen. So we've got Brian 
plant coming. Uh, he's already landed in South Africa, but he, got, uh, he hasn't got the team with him, but he's actually sharing in Joburg. And I was actually following him on, um, on Facebook. He's already at pick and pay and praying for people. Um, and wherever you go, and actually it's just that what he's called to do is to lay hands and pray for people. And it's just a wonderful, amazing video that I watch praying for just a cashier. Had been struggling, had an accident, had sore neck. And then he said, can I pray for you? And he did pray and said the pain was gone. And, um, and it really strikes me. It's just an ordinary day going to shop. And then you see a need of praying for people. And I like the lady at the end. She said, no, I'm not going to remove this because it's doctor's order. But I'm feeling much better. <laughs> and, but just to have faith and praying for people. So he's already here in South Africa. And he will be with us here on Sunday, the 17th, with the whole team. There are 28 of them. Probably this place will be packed. <laughs> around so i encourage you if you have a friend or if anyone it's not that we do not have faith and it's not that brian will bring something different brian will come where already there's a harvest today and so i just ask you to bring someone if any if you have a friend that you want him to be prayed for for healing or if for yourself you want a healing, but I wanted to encourage you, let's not wait for the Brian. Let's make it happen right here. Because we have faith as well. We have God that is with us. So it will be here on the 17th and uh, on Sunday. And then on the 20th of September, that will be Wednesday, from 9 to 12, we have an outreach with the whole team in Stockville. And the Lord actually lay this in my heart. That we're not just going to be doing a door-to-door -door praying for people. We'll have a worship at the field in Stockville, actually preaching and de declaring the name of Jesus. So there will be worship. We'll be invi we invited the people to come for prayer. It's not for prayer, for healing as well, but for their salvation to receive Jesus Christ. And we'll be praying as well for whatever they go through, the struggle for the Lord to have a breakthrough. So we'll have that team uh, with us. If you want to join us, please make sure you come here on Sunday. And then if you've never been in Stockville, fortunately, there will be a very great experience for you to go there. And just to see what it looks like. And if we are the church, call ourselves a diversity church. I think it will be lovely that you know there are people out there in Stockville that we need to pray for them. So I encourage you, if you have nothing, and those who are retired as well, please make use of your retirement <laughs> and join me. And then we've got the parking for the church. Don't worry, your car, if it cannot get there, I can put you in the parking. You sit tightly. I'm a very good driver. So I urge you to join on that. So it will be the 20th of September, 10 to 12. And then we're taking the team to Shisanyama. Those Americans, they wanted to go to Claremont and enjoy the meet in Claremont. I'm telling you, last time when we were there in Claremont, they did not just have the meet. They were praying for people as well. So you never really 
get a break going with those Americans. They just want to pray into the tap. And then we started, if you can see on Facebook as well on WhatsApp, we started praying for our community in Gilead. So I've sent that. There's a name for the road. So this Tuesday from uh, 8 o'clock, it's going to come the post of the road that we are praying for. So making an example, maybe there is an old man road. We'll be praying for uh, businesses in, in around in this area. Whatever the Lord lay in your heart to pray for this community of Gilead, it doesn't matter. God knows whether they are struggling. It's for you to have faith and just pray over our community of Gilead. So every Tuesday, there'll be one road coming out. And I know some of it, it's to pray over for the health, for the family. Maybe it's to pray for the finances, for the breakthrough. So I ask you to join as we're praying for the community of Gilead. And um, so please join us to that level. And we have a conference on October, the Vineyard Conference. We're all going down. Looks like there's a few team that is coming along. The youngsters, they will be joining to go down to PE. But today, they took initiative of making a fundraising to go down to PE. So they said to me, they're selling hot dogs. So if after the service, if you can support them by buying the hot dogs, or there's Judah at the back there, you can speak to him. Maybe if you want to give to what going to PE for that conference, I'll be very happy if you can support those guys. There are a few of them wanted to join to that conference. I'm going, and I'm very excited that there's a few teams coming along to that vineyard conference. Um, most of the time, it was me and my wife, and then we see the other guys. They bring their guys to their church as well. So it's very exciting to have them joining us. David and Janet and the few, they're coming along. So if you really want to support that, I'll be very happy. So I think I've said much as I can. So could you please pass the baskets just for, for the offerings? Thank you, Lord, for these offerings. We just want to give honor to you. And Lord, I pray whatever we receive, Lord, we'll be able to use it for your kingdom. And Lord, we thank you for this tithe. We, we, we just want to give praise and honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, I'll just really start the gem. There is something that the Lord has been in my heart. But if you want to share the scripture as well, I'll urge you to just come up. And um, as we're doing the series of Finyelela, for me, there's something that really strikes me, that really touched me. And then even yesterday, um, I, had a, I had really, really say, Lord, you know, we needed to be the people that whenever we get an opportunity, we needed to Finyelela, we needed to touch those people's hearts. So we have a friend yesterday that we had a meeting that we, we had for the fresh devotion for Zulu. And I was just chatting to my wife and I thought, you know, there's this little child. She's actually 
he's getting a little bit blind. He's been through so much operation, and it was sad to see this little child running around here at the church, hitting himself in the wall because he just wanted to play. And now he's struggling to see. And, um, and my wife, you know, we were just talking about that. And, and we get home and we said, hey, we're praying for this couple, you know. It's very challenging to have a child that cannot see. And it's been through the operation, nothing happened. But I was like, you know, if we took the opportunity to pray for that child, it was going to be very good. But what happened, we did not do that because we had excitement to see them. And then we, and they were just playing around with Zoe and everyone. But we actually took initiative to pray for that child. Even that child was not around. And I wanted to say, let's not make that moment we need to beat ourselves. The Lord still hear the prayers. The Lord still speak. And for me, it actually got me to think in terms of what makes this Jesus very different in our life. And actually is to say for us, we can even pray in the name of Jesus. We can see Christ in the mystery of the situation where we cannot be able to do anything into that level. So actually, I've actually asked this question to myself. Why every time, whenever we pray in the name of Jesus, whenever when we try to tell about people about Jesus, they have that resistance. They don't want to hear about Jesus. But in the name of Jesus, there's something that actually happened because it's changed their life. So, and actually, I, I thought, let me just read this scripture because it really touched me. It's Galatians chapter 2, verse 20 to verse 21. And it says it in verse 20. I, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life that now I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, whom, whom I loved me and gave himself for me. I do, not set, I do not sit aside the grace of God, for its righteousness could be gained through the law. Christ died for me. Christ died for me. So it's actually for me to realize that it's not all about me, but Christ lives in me. I could be able to stand firm and present for the life of Jesus wherever I go. And I think for the most thing that I've actually, what makes Jesus such a big deal in this world, even whenever we go. Jesus is very inspiring. Jesus is so much fun. Jesus is the person that we can relate to him. So I wanted to actually realize that whenever we go through the battle, we can be able to call the name of Jesus. Because the name of Jesus can be able to change the situation where we cannot be able, because if Christ lives in us, so for we us, so to gain, so we can change the situation. So I just wanted to invite you into that moment. Whatever you go through, just pause and realize that you cannot call the other name, but you can call the name of Jesus.
to change the situation in life. So I thought this is just for me, that we needed to feed ourselves. We needed to be able to know when we struggle, we can say, Jesus, we need you in our life. So that is just my gem. I don't know if anyone have anything to share, and then we can go through to the worship, and then at the end, we just pray for one another and ask the Lord to lead us and guide us, and we need his name. We need the name of Jesus in our life. In this situation we live in, it's all Christ can change in our life. And that's why the name of Jesus is so resistant because it's bringing change into people's lives. We cannot speak and tell people about the name of Jesus. But if we have Christ in us, as the scriptures say in Paul, we can be bold enough and tell them about Christ. And um, I just want to open up if anyone has anything. Yes, you can come through. Um, yeah, just to say, I hadn't really come with something prepared, which I should have done. But uh, that song, The Goodness of God, always, sorry, it just always speaks to my heart. Um, from the moment that I wake up until I go to sleep or close my eyes, I can sing of the goodness of God. And I was just reflecting on my week, and there has been much sadness and great heartache in terms of news that I have had this week. Um, to name just a few things, a very dear friend who lives alone had to put her dog down. Um, this wasn't just an ordinary dog, this was like her life. Um, a, another friend, I received the very sad news that she was diagnosed with stage four lymphoma. Um, a third thing, uh, another friend, her 13-year-old nephew has just had, in the past month, he's had two liver transplants and he's presently on a ventilator under sedation. Um, and yet all of these are, this is life. And just opportunities to pray for those people. Um, but just to try and tie all of this together. On Thursday, I was in my classroom working in the afternoon doing some extra support with boys. And one of them stayed behind afterwards. And he said to me, ma'am, what, what do you understand by um, walking by faith rather than by sight? And you know, this like just was thrown at me. I'm like busy, I've been, our matrix have just finished trials. It's full on work. And suddenly like, like the Lord is dropping this question into my head and I need to give a, a good answer, you know. Um, so I just, I thought about it and I said, you know what, it's when things around us, what we can see doesn't seem to be going well, we can have absolute faith in the power of God, his redeeming grace to save, to forgive when we've messed up, all of those things, and to absolutely trust in his word that says, I have good plans for your life, Jeremiah 29, 11. Um, yeah, and it just really got me thinking about all of that. We, we don't always walk on the mountaintops. God is with us in the valleys, and it's in the valleys that he actually ministers to us um, and celebrates with us on the mountaintops. So 
it was just such a wonderful opportunity to, to be able to, to witness and to be reminded of, of all of those things. And yeah, just to really end on an amazing positive, all of that's positive anyway, but um, on Wednesday, our SCA, Student Christian Association, uh, Rev. Mary Hodgkiss brought the girls from St. Mary's to meet with our boys for SCA. So, of course, we had a much bigger turnout than normal because the boys come because the girls are coming. They, they're so funny. They, they all come and they're all spruced up and smelling clean. And, but they don't talk to the girls. They all sit separately. They're all so shy. But whatever the, um, their motivation... We've got a lot of wonderful Christian boys who would be there anyway, but these, all these extras, it was a, an, an opportunity for the Lord to um, minister to them and reach out to them. And at the end of the service, um, had a wonderful speaker, and um, he sort of had like an altar call, so, you know, everybody close your eyes, that kind of thing. We must have had over 200 kids there. The, the chapel was pretty full. I'd say there was more than that. And... Um, I obediently do close my eyes, so I didn't check, but Rev. Mary didn't close her eyes and <laughs> told me that um, most of the kids in that room responded um, in terms of wanting to get to know Jesus better, to commit their lives to him. And we all know that they need prayer and there needs to be follow-up. But it was just that at that moment, their heart was, I've heard the message and this is what I want for my life. Um, yeah, I'm just awed by God and um, his goodness. Yeah, we could sing all day of God's goodness. So thank you. I'm not very good at this, but we have a family member who is very anti-Christian. And recently, he's been getting very involved with Muslims and we've been getting more and more sort of Muslim messages coming to us. And it, it's sort of created a wedge. And in fact, we weren't really talking anymore. And I normally stay well out of it, to be honest. And then the other day, I just got a really strong feeling that I'm the one that must reach out, not Gerard, and I must message him. And I knew exactly what I had to tell him, not the words, but what I needed to say. So I did. I don't know whether it's going anywhere. He did respond. He just said, thank you for the reach out. And there was a lot to think about. And his life is in a bit of a mess at the moment. So he at least did respond, but I have to believe that it was such a strong feeling that it's going to plant a seed somehow. <laughs> Bless you. This happened to me, hello everyone, this happened to me a long, long time ago when I was a very new Christian. Um, people in our valley were having their teeth filled with gold. And I thought, how ridiculous. 
How absolutely ridiculous. And they were saying that God was doing this. And I was at work one day, and I was sitting outside. I was pretty brown because I was always outside. And next minute, I was covered in gold. In gold, It was coming off my hands. My, um, my Christian helper, Neela, came out and said, God is blessing you. But whenever I have doubt, I remember that miracle where I was covered in gold. Thank you. Anyone? Come on, John, don't be shy. I certainly didn't come here prepared for this. Thank you. He left. In the last few days, we've lost two very notable people in South Africa. One of them, the founder of the first and possibly the largest supermarket chain in the country. The other one, the leader of a group, a population, a political leader. Um, I have a, an anecdote or two or something that why I should say this, I don't know. Um, when I worked in Pinetown, the council decided to give Mangasutu, who, if I'm not mistaken, the early days was another gacha, and I'm not sure why he changed. Anyway, Mangasutu, the freedom of the city. Now, the freedom of the city is something that seems to originate from British custom, and from what I can remember, it gave the city, if they wanted to recognize somebody, they allowed them to march through the city with the bayonets fixed and drums beating. It now became just something if you want to honor a particular person. Anyway, he was going to give his presentation or get the his freedom of the city. Bit of a mess up at the start because there are two entrances to the city hall and his car went to the wrong one. The metro police had lined up for guard of honor on the one door and he came in this one. So there's a lot of panic. Anyway, during his speech, he said, thank you very much. And you must remember the time, the political time when this all happened in the 80s or so, things weren't as they are today. He said, thank you very much for giving me the freedom of the city Unfortunately, I'm not allowed to live here. The other one, we had the pleasure of listening to a presentation given by Mangasutu. It must have been at the Jewish club in which he credited the Jewish people. Now, when I was a student a long time ago, I was always amazed at why of all the students, the Jewish students seemed to be far more related to the underprivileged than all the others. At that time, I didn't live in South Africa, so I thought, gee, this is crazy. At this presentation, he gave credit to all the Jewish people who had helped the underprivileged in those formative years. There are so many names I can't remember. The prominent one is Helen Sussman. There were legal firms in South Africa, people who had helped him in all the things that, that he couldn't get from others. So this is a credit to the ma a great man, his generosity, his humbleness, and his gratitude. The other point that comes across is that we are probably not aware of what the Jewish people have done for Gentiles. And it's quite amazing they, they, what they, 
they, they provide things which seem to be for underprivileged. I've been to two institutions in recent times, and on the wall is a plaque, again, a Jewish businessman called Victor Dates. One of them is to assist the blind and deaf, and the other one is an, a, a, a frail care home. And I just think that he was able to give credit to a community that we sometimes don't even consider it being, but who are very influential. And Mangasuti was able to give that credit. And we now can give credit to the Jewish people who help so many of us. And you can look at Bear Estate, Dune Village, who provided that. And if you look around, you'll probably find more. So I must say thank you for Mangasutu and thank you to the Jewish community for what they do for Gentiles that sometimes we may not do for them. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Just want us to, as we closing up, first of all, just to really honor what God has been doing in this morning. And we're going to close up with the song <laughs> as Sue actually opened up. I like other time, Alexander, he was standing one of the party and stood up and said, even in our mystery, we do not realize the goodness of God. But he actually paused and said, as we're singing that, he's a, such a good father. He loves his children. He's not actually prepared not to actually let them see God down. He's got a better plan. And actually want to honor those heroes that are ahead, Raymond and Botelezi, and for what God has used them in that mystery, for the peace and for whatever. We don't want to actually we celebrate their life, but we actually say thank you to Jesus and give them the honor. And we pray for Nora's family as well, that guy that will draw closer to Jesus. And we pray for what happened into that chapel. And we even speak, Don, for what you've just said, that the image that you had, the gold that was actually shining in you, that the Lord will provide into these places. So I just want us to stand up as I just going to open up and, and closing up in prayer. And just as we're going to sing again in that song, that we let it reflect into us. If you want any prayer, or anything, you can come to us at the end, but let it just reflect into you, into this day, and it's just blessed that you can have a blessed week as it goes on. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for what you have spoken in this morning. Jesus, we need you. Get calm, Algaches. Get calm, Algaches. It surrender everything down. So we invite your name right now. So would you just come and dwell in our life? Lord, we pray for Butelez's family. We pray for Raymond's family, Lord. We pray, Lord, that they can be able to just be able to have peace. And Lord, I even pray for the memorial service for Butelez as that he did bring the peace in the other time, that your gospel will be preached, Lord. Now we've seen in the Queen of England as well, when it was his memorial service, the gospel was preached. And Lord, we know there will be the thousands of people following this uh, funeral. Lord, we ask your name will shine. 
So I invite you right now, as we're singing, Lord, your goodness will running out, will never run out. We ask all these things in Jesus' name.